All right, Lawrence, we have a special guest that's about to say good day to us who has publicly expressed a liking for our podcast. So that is very typical of uh, any man. If uh, somebody likes them, they'll like them back straight away. You have uh, to. That's the way male relationships work. Well, isn't that isn't... how all, all relationships work? That's no, how you make not, friends. No, not necessarily. If uh, somebody likes a woman, that doesn't mean that the woman is going to reciprocate. But anyone shows a man any kind of affection or kindness, we go, oh, we like you. And uh, that's the way it works. And it just so happens that this fan happens to be a woman. So we're quite excited to be liked. So well, let's speak to the person in question, which is Lisa Miller from ABC News Breakfast. It's Australian media royalty. Hello, Lisa. I'm worried that this is either going to ruin my reputation or, <laughs> fingers crossed, enhance it. I cannot believe you have convinced me to come on. I believe you started this, Lisa, because I was scrolling through my Instagram feed, as the kids are wont to do, and I saw a post by your fine self and uh, quickly alerted uh, Lawrence and said, oh, my gosh, the Lisa Miller from ABC News Breakfast, who's a recently a soon-to-be-published author as well, has posted the words, I'm loving this new podcast by Mr. Matthew Hardy, which is my Insta handle, and Lawrence Mooney, and no prior interest or knowledge of AFL required. It's just good fun. Now, that is simple and to the point, and it's much appreciated. We're happy that you yeah. found us. How did you find us? Yes, uh, how did you just I, stumble upon I us? I follow you on Instagram. So I saw that you had posted about it. So this is a circle of Instagram love here. Right. Oh, okay. And so I thought, well, I'll have a listen because I need to understand more about AFL. I'm a Queenslander. I didn't grow up with AFL. I've moved to Melbourne and I'm completely left out of all the important conversations. And I'm shamed pretty much every morning on ABC News Breakfast when everyone else is talking footy. Uh, so I thought I might learn something, but I so haven't. But I've had fun. <laughs> you've come from the NRL state of uh, Queensland. Were you an NRL fan when you were in Queensland? Cricket. Oh, you're a cricket, cricket fan. I was a kid from the bush. We played cricket in the backyard. We listened to cricket on the radio. Um, that was how we grew up. You had you, the small town that I grew up in. It only had about six hundred people, and right. you know that was that was my sport. And what's the name so, of the, what's the name of the small town? Kilkeven. <laughs> Kilkeven. Okay, and so I'm putting Kilkeven on the map. Yeah, why not? Someone's got to, and uh, there's probably variously good reasons why. But can I ask, in that small town of six hundred people? Let's say you go to a blue light disco, right? Did they have them where you were at? No. See, this is the thing. You guys are city kids. You don't understand. We didn't. We had a school that was so small that I actually never grew up learning team sports because we couldn't create teams to play right. against each other. Wow, that's small. I never learned how to play netball right. until I was in my 20s. What I meant to ask is with a town so small, because we are city kids and we don't understand yes. the country, if yes. you were to go to like a teenage blue light disco, which which used to be city uh, arranged uh, sort of alcohol-free events for teenagers and the course they would mm. get stuck into at the local train station, a raspberry and vodka UDL or something. What happens if you were like pass on with a person that you regret the next day? Does the whole town know it and you can't avoid them from that point forward? I would say so. Not that I ever had that experience, certainly not in Kilkeven. The most exciting social event we had was a junior debutante ball. Oh, and 
Well, that almost went off the rails because um, we were all pretty excited about it. But one day someone brought in a magazine they found underneath their parents' bed. And we were all having a look at it at school. And my friend Robin was sort of behind the pack of girls and she was saying, I can't see, I can't see. And the teacher heard her and we got busted. And the teacher said, well, I'm sorry, but the dead ball is off. No, oh, we were devastated. What's the strength of a nudie gonna, book? Oh, it was. Um, look, honestly. So she said, the teacher said, if you don't go home and tell your parents what you've done, oh. then I'm cancelling the dead ball. No way. So, can you imagine? I had to go and fess up to my parents at the age of ten that I had been looking at a rude magazine, and my friend Robin, who is still my friend, is still. Shame by the fact that she got us busted. Can I ask, Lisa, was it just naked women or was it a bit more intense? No, right. a bit more intense than that. What? Yeah. Oh, right. Wow. Yeah. Pop a stick mag. It came from under the bed. <laughs> Can I ask you, Lisa, what, who is uh, Kilkeven's most famous export? Are you it? Uh, look, I probably would be, I suspect. I don't um, get too hung up on that kind of stuff. No, no, I but... was supposed to be going back to Kilkeven in a couple of weeks to um, launch the Kilkeven van, which they have bought. It's a community van. And, <laughs> I was yes. going to say, beautiful. They've, just, they've got their first automobile. <laughs> wow. <laughs> a Kilkeven van. That's so, it's beautiful. Yeah, go on. Yes. Very beautiful. Sad, well, sadly, COVID has derailed that as oh, well, but I am yes. going to make an appearance back there um, because they are awesome country people and they do feature quite a bit in my book because that's where I spent the early years, which is why I love listening to you guys. Like there is nothing more fun than listening to a couple of old guys reminisce about their childhood. <laughs> and sadly, I am hearing things that I remember, like, you know, the lollies you get, like those fag lollies. I mean, who thought that it was the right thing to give kids lollies that looked exactly like cigarettes with the little well, you know what? at the end? I reckon there's a little bit of wisdom in that because... Every kid who saw their parents smoke dreamed about smoking because it looked cool and it looked so adult. And so maybe the lolly people thought, if we satisfy the urge now, they might not smoke. Of course, we went on to smoke like chimneys and champions. Well, I've been through so many brands in my time. I didn't, Lawrence. You know why? Because my dad, when we were 10, me and my two older brothers, when we each turned uh, 10 respectively, Mm. which was about grade five, uh, he held up and snapped a $100 note in front of our faces. I think the $100 note had just been commissioned. and, uh, and yeah, said it if used you... to be grey and blue with That's right. Mawson on. Yeah, with Mawson on it. And yeah. so he snapped that in front of our 10-year-old little faces as each of us turned 10 and said, if you're not smoking by the time you turn 18, this will be yours. This, this almost like the Christopher Walken watch right. scene from uh, Pulp Fiction. And so I remember at 10 going, oh, what? I, this is, I could buy the most footy cards that anyone's ever owned in the whole world. And then in year seven, uh, on the, fir- the first week of secondary school, there was this brand new built sort of uh, toilet area and there was half a dozen boys with their brand spanking new uniforms on passing the solitary cigarette in this semicircle. Mm. And it came to me. And I virtually saw, like in the movies, the sort of vision of my dad snapping the note in front of my face and passed the cigarette on to the next guy. And someone goes, oh, you're weak as piss, mate, or something. And I felt a bit, you know, shit for 10 seconds. 
But then when I was 18. Did he pay up? Yeah, he snapped the 100 bucks and said, congratulations. Almost like uh, I'd passed the test, like, you know, uh, Willy Wonka with, with Charlie Bucket. Giving the ticket back. You own the factory. Yeah. yeah well but, done, yeah. And, and with that 100 bucks, I went and bought some uh, methamphetamines. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, a, oh. and a glass Barbie. Yeah. So, Lisa Miller, uh, first of all, thank you very much for listening to Saturday Afternoon Fever and for your lovely feedback because most people would read something from someone in the media and think, oh, it's just a mate of theirs that's obviously pumping up their tyres. So it's very nice to get an unsolicited compliment. I must say, I've I've had a giggle. I loved the whole Gary forever conversation. <laughs> I, I groaned when you were talking about the butcher with greasy hands. I was like, I'll keep it clean, guys. Keep it clean. May I ask, uh, Lisa, is anyone else referred to what I'm about to uh, say? And that is in the in the Woman's Weekly, which you are you are just so stoked that Lisa. Is in the Woman's Weekly. Of course, this is the biggest thing that's ever happened to you. It Matthew. is. It was. It hasn't, ha- it, hasn't hap- it hasn't happened to me, but I'm talking to someone who's in the Woman's Weekly. Woman's Weekly. The Woman's yeah. Weekly. It might as well be like I don't know the Quran or the Bible, depending on you know your, your upbringing. Wow. <laughs> well, hang on they, a minute. Uh, hang on. It wasn't. It, it's no longer a weekly though, is it? It's a monthly. Oh, true. Yeah. Well picked. Hashtag. They, they, they had to change. Facts matter. <laughs> yes, facts. <laughs> And What's Woman's the question? Day. Oh, the question, the question is, right, in the in the youthful photos of yourself that are in the Woman's Weekly that I imagine are also in your book, I was thinking to myself, who does she look like? She looks exactly like somebody. How's this for a retro blast from the past? Fiona Coote. You look exactly like Fiona Coote, who was the first ever recipient of an open heart yes, transplant. I remember Fiona. Oh, I'm now going to have to go and compare those photos. Men of our generation, Matt, fell in love with Fiona Coote because she was everywhere and she was the same age as us and... She was this wonderful, you know, angel who'd been saved. Yeah. With the first recipient of the first heart transplant. She's still kicking Fiona and uh, she's still going strong. And freckles. There's not that many people who had freckles. As women grow older, <laughs> if they have freckles, they, they seem to cover them up with makeup. No. Release the freckles. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Whenever I'm seen photographed without makeup on, people always get excited that there's freckles. And they say, why don't you show your freckles? Yeah, more? it's like cinnamon, sprink- <laughs> cinnamon sprinkled on your skin. All right, well, very Australian I, thing, freckles, isn't it? We're really yeah. proud of freckles. Well, until so, I did not think this was the way this conversation was going to go. <laughs> I am overjoyed and honoured, and we thank you for your time, Lisa Miller. Good luck with your book, which is Daring to Fly, and thank you for lowering yourself to speaking with us. <laughs> thanks for making great podcasts. Oh, thanks, Lisa Miller. Beautiful You're a star. Okay, that'll do us, Lawrence Mooney, for today. I am having a ball, so uh, please join us on the next episode and tell your friends. Bring some friends along. Thanks for joining us. G'day, listeners. It's Lawrence Mooney here. Myself and Matthew Hardy could not be happier with how quickly and how enthusiastically you've all embraced our new podcast, Saturday Afternoon Fever, and how many of you there are. It's like we've started our own club, so thank you very much. We're new to the podcast, Malarkey, and we've been told we need you to do us a favour. 
please rate and review the show wherever you get your podcasts from. That's what keeps us at the top of the charts, rating and reviewing. Apparently, you just scroll down the page where you're listening from. Go on, just press pause and get into it. We're loving the feedback we've already been getting. Well, not all of it, but now we want more. We're needy, okay? And by the way, our favourite rating is five out of five. We'll take four out of five, but our favourite is five out of five. Go on, I can wait. Only joking, I can't wait. Or can I? Anyway, thanks for listening, and please give us a rating and a review.